everybody to ELR Prophetship Podcast Network. Amen. We have a powerful segment. Amen. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this on tonight. So for those who are logging in on Facebook, those are the ministry channels, YouTube, amen, on tonight, radio platforms, amen. We're going to go ahead and bring forth this man of God, amen, the host on tonight, my God, the Honorable Doctor, amen. Amen. So we're going to bring forth this man of God on tonight. Amen. Eyes, ears, everything open up. The ear gates, the eye gates, and open up on tonight. Amen. We're getting ready to bring forth, amen, this man of God on tonight. Amen. We're going to release it. Amen. The platform on tonight. Amen. To the host. Want to know. God bless you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Can everyone hear me clearly? Amen. We hear you loud and clear, sir. Okay, okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for all that he's done. We thank him for his mercy, his grace, and his peace. We thank God just for another opportunity just to be able to proclaim his word to unto the people of God. I will not be before you long, I promise you. So let's go ahead and go to the word of God. Coming tonight will be coming. Okay. Okay. Amen. Okay, something's happening. Sound like it's breaking up. What about now? You sound perfect. Okay, okay. Okay, good, good, good. All right, so tonight our word, the word that uh, the Lord has given me to give to the people tonight is, or this evening, you know, depending on your your geographical location, is Psalms 130. Psalms 130. So tonight our word, the word that uh, the Lord has given me to give to the people tonight is, or this evening. I got it. Psalms 130. All right. All right. And uh, it may sound a little different, but I'm coming from the New International Version Bible. The New International Version Bible, Psalms 130. And it reads thus. Out of the depths, I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry. For if you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you, there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than what more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord for with the Lord is unfailing love and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Thus I have read Psalms 130 verses 1 through 8. And may the Lord add a blessed day of prayer. Father God, we just praise you, Lord. We thank you, God, for all you've done. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy, your grace, and your peace. Thank you, God. God, for all that you're going to do this, God, Lord, we ask the Lord to move by your spirit, Father God. But above all, God, let your will be done in their lives. And God, we thank you, we bless, and we praise you. And oh, God, these blessings we ask in the name of your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. The word that I'm going to leave with you on today, or depend on geographical location, is when God is on your case. When God is on your case. The question that I have for you, and our opening is, 
is God on your case. When this happens, it means at least two particular things. The first is that God loves you. And the second is that he has special plans for you. Let me use Job as an example. As we are talking about when God is on your case. When the story closes, we find that Job had twice as much as he did from the very beginning. Yet, we know the terrible troubles that happened to Job in between to cause the great increase of blessing. God began to bless Job a lot more than what he had before, amen, from the very beginning. Are you in a situation in your life whereas you feel where you are dealing with little or nothing and you're thinking to yourself, God, I don't know what my end is going to be, but God, I'm standing on your word. God, my you God. promised me, God, that God, you were going to move for me, but yet God, it seems, Lord, like hell hounds are on my trail, Lord, and it seems like that nobody, Lord, can, you know, is willing to help me, Lord. Now, when I speak of this and I ask that question, now, look, I'm not hitting around that if God is on your case, he's going to bless you with these double your finance, you know, type blessings, <laughs> or he's going to increase your prosperity. But what I'm saying, beloved, my sisters and brothers, is this. He, God, he, God, the father has special plans for you. And it's only because he has set his affection and his love upon you. Then he begins to deal with you, meaning that he deals with the whole entire uh, man. He deals with the whole three dimensional man, meaning that he deals with the body, soul and the spirit. Because, beloved, when we think about it, we all are spirits. We live in a body and we have a soul. So with that being said, those are the three aspects and the three parts of the human being that God begins to deal with. So basically, when we began to look here at Psalms 130, it shows us seven ways that we can know if God is on our case or not. Now, I know, I know, you know, from time to time we depend on man and, you know, we'll say, well, you know, this person said that, you know, they would do this and do that, but they did not arrive and do what they said they were going to do. However, one of the things that we must always realize and always keep our trust and our hope in is that God the Father is a God that has never lost a case. It doesn't matter what your circumstance may be. It doesn't matter what it is that you're going through right now, beloved. You and I both know that God is to make a way out of no way. One of the scriptures that I love, amen, with, uh, to speak about and to, you know, in order to encourage the people is that Proverbs chapter three, when he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Then he goes out, he says, and be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil. That means that it is evil only when we turn aside to our own thoughts and our own concepts. When we pursue our own ways, those things are evil. But when we're trusting in the Lord, that means that basically we have full confidence that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Uh, he might not do it today and uh, he might not do it tomorrow, but I am solely persuaded waited that neither life nor death nor things that have come or nor things that are present or things that are going to come but nothing shall be able to separate me from the promise of God the Father. Hey, when the things again when we talk about God being on our case uh, the first thing that we're going to look at is that one God will allow things to happen in order to get your attention. <laughs> God will allow things to get your attention beloved. Um, hey, when God wants to get our attention, he would do it by bringing us into the depths. Uh, just looking at verse one tells us that he brings us to the death means that he brings us to the place where only he, the only way we can look is up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but amen. I remember doing a few, and I don't mean, you know, you, you know, to make anybody, you know, feel humdrum or anything, but I remember, you know, doing, uh, preaching some eulogies. And one of the things I tell people in the eulogy, I remind them, I say, you know, uh, do you know the reason why people are buried on their back instead of on their face? Uh, amen. It is only because it is from, because that's, because it reminds us basically that are the onlookers that God the Father, when he made man, he made man looking up and not man looking down. Uh, so My basically, God. so basically what happens is when we die, when we, when, in, in the very beginning, God created man in his own image, man was looking up. Uh, guess what? And then when we die, guess what? In the casket, we're back, looking back up at God the Father once again. Uh, why? Because it is from, from earth that we came from into 
earth that we're going to return. So what we must understand, beloved, is that our, our God's sole intention is for us to keep our eyes on Him. Jesus. Amen. Scripture tells us clearly. Let's look. Look. Listen. Let's take it back to uh, to the Book of Psalms. He says, "I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from which cometh my help. All my help coming from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth." That means that it does not matter what it look like, what it smell like. It doesn't matter what is going to take place in your life. I don't care how many devils, how many demons come after you. Baby, you got to realize that there's no God, there's no demon, there's no God that created by the hands of man that can ever, that can ever cause you, that can ever take you out the hand of God. Now, listen, you we can walk out of the hand of God. Amen. It's easy. Huh? But God, but scripture tells us, amen, that whoso's in my hand, talk about God saying this, no man is able to pluck him out. Hey, you got to understand, beloved, uh, that when God wants to get your attention, um, amen, he'll do everything he has to do, amen, to get your attention so that you will begin to look up. Uh, amen. Uh, can you recall a time in your life, beloved, uh, when you look down, when you yourself look down on everybody? Uh, see, I, 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 could, I could already see some spirit, I mean, some uh, you know, the faces of people are already like, well, you know, I've never looked down on anybody. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, preacher. Well, I beg to differ. Huh? Listen, have you ever gotten to the point where you was on your soapbox and you wanted to tell somebody off? Huh? Listen, you was looking down on them then because you wanted to tell them off instead of allowing the Lord God to fight your battles. Huh? He tells us that we should stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, not our salvation. Huh? See, when we try to make salvation, when we try to win the battle ourselves, God takes a back seat and said, I'm going to let you not only handle it, but I'm going to let you deal with the consequences. Preacher, you are talking crazy. You only know what you're talking about. Watch this. Galatians 6 and 7. What's up, a man? Sow it. That shall y'all so reap. Baby, you go, we all will reap what we sow if we stand up and we try to fight with ourselves. And I love it because with God, we oftentimes we try to fight with God, but baby, we got to understand that we we cannot ever win a battle with God because our hands are too short to ever box with God the Father. Amen. Huh? We look here. Huh? Amen. It's, it's still. Huh? Amen. Uh, I'm not hitting around once again. Uh, amen. That God is going to just let you go and just slide by. But what I am saying, uh, amen, that you feel that time when you got that, <clears throat> that gliding. <laughs> <laughs> that glide in your stride and you get that pep in your step and you think that it, because yes. everything going down going on down and you think everything going your way uh, and sometimes uh, we you'll find yourself looking down on people uh, amen but God says listen uh, I'm allow I'm gonna lay you flat on your back I'm allow you amen to look up at me uh, I'm allow and then when he says flat on your back baby it doesn't also mean but my sisters and brothers that you have to be dead or you have to be sick uh, it can be a situation whereas you thought that you had X amount of money in the bank and because, amen, God just blew on it. Oh, uh, see, amen, I'm the only one that believes Walk that. In amen, and God will begin to blow, amen, and he'll begin to blow. <clears throat> he'll begin to stand back and he will allow, amen, uh, he will allow something to happen in order to get your attention. Let's look back at Job. Uh, Job was a man, he was very wealthy. Uh, he was, in fact, the wealthiest man around him. <laughs> but but check this out. Even though Job was very wealthy, uh, Job prayed for his family, amen, and his family only. Uh, but one thing about Job, Job, amen, even though he was a righteous and upright man, uh, Job still at the same time, he was walking in the favor of the Lord. Uh, Job was uh -huh. concerned about his and his only, but then God had allowed something to happen in order to cause Job to look up. Uh, amen. We have to look up, beloved. Uh, amen. Let's continue to go on. Um, amen. I'm running out of time. Uh, amen. You have to be brought Great to such apostle. a low ebb. Uh, amen. That you are in despair and cannot see any way forward. Uh, the only way you can look up uh, is saying, I am saying that God is behind all that is in order. 
in order to get your attention. Uh, amen. I got to stop right there. And let me throw in this insert real quick. Uh, amen. In other words, what is basically saying in a nutshell <laughs> is that God, amen, will allow these things to come in your life in order to get your attention. But then here's the problem. Amen. When the distractions come into our lives, uh-oh, when distractions come in our lives, a lot of times we focus on the distractions and forget all about that God, amen, what God the Father has told us. Uh, I don't care what I have done. I don't care my past, present, or in my future. Amen. I One thing I do know, amen, even when I get out the will of God, I still got to look back up at God. He's still yet using that on my behalf. When people tell me that I ain't nobody, he is yet using that on my behalf. He just wants to get my attention and say, boy, you need to re- you need to refocus uh, and put your focus on me and not on man uh, who Jesus is man that you would put your trust in him. Uh, amen. I ain't put my trust in man because God the Father sits high and he looks low. Uh, amen. And he is the one that would take care of me. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the second point I'll leave with you. Huh? Is uh, amen. When God, amen, is on our case, we'll begin to pray with tears. Uh, in other words, uh, amen. Have you ever heard the old saying that, amen, it's a shame for a grown man to cry? Huh? I don't know about you, but there's a time, amen, in your life, amen, that even as a grown man, baby, you better realize that a grown man, grown woman, that just sometimes you just gonna have to cry, huh? amen. Now you gonna have to cry because that is the position, amen, that God would allow you to be in. Huh? When God on your case uh, for some reason for reasons and that you may not fully understand uh, amen that tears make a difference with God uh, do you have a hard heart or is it cold as ice water uh, amen I like the little joke I like to make with that uh, amen talking to a young lady and amen I, I gave her a hot hot uh, a warm glass of water and she told me she said uh, preacher she said this water is warm I said well won't you just put it close to your heart uh, amen and she said, what do you mean? I said, that's how cold your heart is. God wants to set your heart on fire. Meaning that he wants you to get back in will in his will. Preacher, you might say you was wrong for that. Nope, let me tell you this. Watch this. Scripture says, hey, hey, amen, I wish that you'd be hot or cold because if you're lukewarm, I spew you out of my mouth. God wants some people that's on fire for him. And baby, it's going to require you crying in the midnight hour. It's going to cry. It's going it's to involve you doing a Paul in silence. Sometimes you're going to have to sing. Sometimes you're going to have to cry. Sometimes you're going to have to pray. Amen. Until your till your darkness become daylight. You got to know that he is your bright and morning star. Amen. You have to know that he's your hope for tomorrow. Come Amen. On, Who is your hope in? Is your hope in you or is it in God? I heard the old Negro hymn says, my hope is in nothing less. And Jesus Christ, his righteousness. Amen. We, I got to I, I gotta go on. Amen. Amen. Um, but uh, again, I'm having uh, way. Again, huh? Amen, huh? What you need, amen. Amen. When you look at verse two, verse two identifies in the scripture, huh? The writer is saying, listen, baby, you need to be broken, huh? You need to be broken, huh? And what is wrong with many of us? We need to be broken, huh? Amen. We're too high on the hog. We're too, amen, looking. We're too, amen, up there upon the clouds. But God says, listen, I got to break you, huh? Listen, listen, and there's nothing wrong with being broken, huh? Because, see, listen, when you're broken, God can use you, huh? Amen. Amen. Let me put it another way. Huh? I heard one author said it's about putting you on the threshing floor. Huh? See, what's wrong with some of us? We don't know what the threshing floor is, and we've been in church all our lives. And we've been sitting around talking about, well, I've been saved for 30 plus years. I've been in the church for 30, 40 some years. And, baby, and, the problem, and the problem is Amen. that you've been in church all Jesus. that time, and many of us still hadn't changed. Amen. We've been saying we still and uh, the, we, we love that part. Amen. That says, if anybody make it, surely I will. But it's not guaranteed you gonna make it. Surely you because scripture said that eat that the righteous shall scarcely make it. So where should an un- the sinner and the ungodly be? Let's move on. Amen. God, Sometimes you have to shed some tears. Um, amen. Then amen. when God's on your case, the third point is we cry for mercy. Huh? Amen. Well, have your has your attitude toward God Hallelujah. been on thinking yes. that because you gave yes. up, you gave this or that, uh, that God has to bless you. Huh? See, what's wrong with me? Yes. We think that God has to bless us. 
because we are saved. Uh, we, because we gave a little bit of money in the offering tree. Uh, amen. Some of us say, we think that God has the best. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Bless us. Daughter, I've been a part of this church for 30 plus years. I've been the founder of the church of such and such and such and such. And we feel that God, you must, Lord, you must, God. Uh, you must, God, do this for me. Huh? But the problem is you have to realize, beloved, uh, that God wants us to cry out for mercy. Uh, amen. Because if we ain't got grace and we don't have mercy, we ain't got nothing. Huh? But one thing I love about grace uh, and I love about mercy. Huh? Amen. Don't amen. fool yourself, beloved, huh? because grace and mercy will run out. Huh? Mm -hmm. Amen. Grace and mercy <laughs> will run out. Huh? And see, that's what's wrong with many of us. Huh? We played with God for so long that we forgot we, we we've been turned over to a reprobate mind well, in mm. other words we think that our way is always the right way and wow, god's man. way is always the wrong way and so Jesus. we call that which is wrong right and that which is right wrong but god Amen. the father says listen I, I want you to repent i want you to get mm. it right because if you don't hear my voice, uh, amen, when I cry, when I, when I cry to you and when I speak to you, uh, amen, I will begin to turn you over to yourself. Uh, and see, when God turns you over to yourself, baby, there ain't no coming back. Uh, amen. amen. So why you got a chance? Uh, amen. When God is on your case, he wants you to amen. cry out for mercy. Uh, let's move amen. on. Uh, amen. The, amen. The amen. next one. Uh, amen. When God is on your crate, on your, on your case, uh, amen, we will mm -hmm. begin to see our sin. Uh-oh. We're going to see uh, our sin. Uh, man, oh, no. uh, I just walked in it. I just hit something. Uh, I just know I just hit a nerve there. Because uh, oh, yeah. somebody already said right now, uh, I ain't got no sin. Uh, well, amen. Uh, 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 <clears throat> let me take it in this direction. Uh, even uh, Pastor Paul said, for we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Uh, amen. If you uh, amen, if you have no sin uh, and you're doing everything right uh, and you don't make no mistakes, uh, my question is, why are you down here with me? Uh, why are you amen. down here with us? Uh, amen. Walk us, in people, us people, us people, us people that amen. sin every day. Uh, amen. Uh, but I like the way that Paul says it. Uh, Paul says something different. Uh, he said, when I try to do good, Good, my flesh, he said, when I try to do good, he was always present. My Amen. flesh and my Amen. spirit wrestle daily. Huh? But the Amen. thing about your flesh and your spirit wrestling daily, amen. Your spirit should always overcome your flesh and the thoughts of your flesh. Because scripture says, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, that if any man, come on, somebody, Amen. and that means any man, any woman, yes. any boy, any girl, it says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. New amen. Creature. Let's work with the word in. When you're in something, that means that you're in it. That means you step out of something to step oh, in. Yeah. And when you step in, you usually step in with both feet. That's the picture yeah. that is painted. And when a person steps in to something with both feet, that means that they allow themselves to become immersed in it. And then guess what? They become cemented in it and they will stand right there. That means that nothing mm -hmm. can begin to move them. That means no mm -hmm. wind, no storm, amen, mm -hmm. and no wave of the sea can move them. Huh? Amen. Why? Because they're, they're going to stand right there. Let me put this hey. another way because see somebody, somebody already think I'm crazy. Huh? Let me put this another way here. Paul, the same Paul says in the book of Galatians 5, he says, stand fast in the liberty with Christ to make yeah. you free and be not tangled okay, with the yoke of Listen, mm -hmm. beloved, my sisters and brothers, when you're at a point that you're steadfast and you're unremovable and you're focusing on God, amen, mm -hmm. and you know, amen, that Jesus is on your side and you're on the Lord's side, amen, it doesn't matter what would come, amen, against you. It doesn't matter how many times you got to walk on the water, amen, you will keep your eyes on Jesus. One of the things yeah. I love about Peter, see, I got to talk about Peter just for if that's all. Walk in an apostle. <laughs> right. Peter, amen. Peter, Peter was Jesus and the other disciples. And while they was on the ship, Jesus was out. And, 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 and look, I'm just paraphrasing a little bit. So listen, read on your own time. Read your Bible, baby. Read your Bible. Huh? Amen. <laughs> what it is that's happening, amen, is that Jesus was already there. And Peter thought he saw a ghost. And Peter began to say, Lord, is that you? Amen. This is Dr. Robert Peters' version. Dog, is that you out there? Or is that some other, <laughs> that's some other cat that's out there that I don't want to deal with? Amen. But 
But if it is, my boy, I want you to let me know, amen, and I'll come and I'll walk on the water. Jesus said, come unto me, amen. See, I love the way Jesus, you know, the way Jesus rock, amen. Excuse excuse my common vernacular, but I like the way that Jesus rolled, amen, because when Jesus do it, Jesus do it right. Jesus said, come unto me. That's right. In other words, Peter, you my dog, come on with me. Amen. So Peter begins to walk on the water, but while Peter was walking, something began to happen. Amen. The wind began to, he was doing good while he was walking on the water. But baby, let me tell you, Peter got distracted when a wind began to blow. When that wind began to blow, Peter began to sink. But I thank God that Peter did one thing. I'm talking about, I'm talking about that was bad. Peter was a bad brother. This is what Peter did. Peter began to say while he was sinking, Peter looked up and Peter lifted up his hand and said, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In other words, dog, I need you right. Dog, I need you like yesterday. I I need you right now. Amen. Can't nobody else help me. Amen. Peter was like, Lord, my feet didn't fail me. So Oh God, I got need you to help me. And the Lord began to pull Peter up, amen. In other words, Peter realized that he was out of his disposition. He realized that he took his eyes off the prize and out off the goal. Peter realized, amen, that God was using, amen, that God was on his case. He realized what was going on. Peter realized that he needed the Lord. That's why Peter was even easy to say, Lord, I'm about to cry out to you. In other words, Lord, I'm going to shed some tears. And God when I see these tears, Lord, God, I'm crying out for mercy. Oh, uh, hey, come on, somebody. Oh, come on, come on, come on. He cried out for mercy. Let him that's what I'm talking about. Amen. Let me go on. Huh? Amen. Let's move on to the next one. Huh? Amen. We see our sin. Uh, amen. And we see our sin. So Peter saw his way, so he saw his sin. And then the next one, when God is on your case, guess what? You, We will confess to him. We will yeah. confess. In other words, we'll confess some nasty sins, them sins that we've been holding back, them things that we've been keeping, them cobweb sins, them skeletons in the closet. We'll go in and we'll want to clean out the closet. Amen. What's wrong with many of us? We don't want to clean out the closet. We want to so you know what? We, you, you, one of the first thing we'll say is, you know what? I'm gonna keep that right there because when such and such say something to me, you know, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna cuss them out and I'm gonna fuss them out. And one of the things I love about God is that when we plan to do something, God will step back and God won't even allow it to go down that way. Yes, yes, God won't even allow it to go down that way. God won't even allow it to go down that way. And that's what's wrong with a lot of us. We don't realize that. <clears throat> we would rather fight our battles. Oh, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. We will rather fight our battles using the plans of the flesh, using the old tactics instead of the tactics of the spirit. Scripture tells oh, us, Galatians, uh, Scripture tells us in Ephesians 6, put on the whole arm of God. <laughs> that you may be, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The problem with many of us is that many of us, we take, look, check this out. We, our, our armor is on crooked. Uh, we got the, we got the helmet of salvation crooked. Uh, we got the sword. The sword is not even sharpened. The feet shot with preparation gospel peace. Oh, we oh, oh, look. We go out barefooted. Yes. We ain't got no peace. We, we don't have no peace. Why? Because we're not allowing the peace. He who is the peace that passes all understanding to dwell within the hearts and our mind through Christ Jesus. Uh oh, we done left Jesus on the oh. throne. I heard somebody say one time, I lay my religion down. Baby, the religion is exactly what you have. Because you don't have salvation. You have religion. There's a difference in between religion and salvation. There's a big difference. Religion is just something you just believe. Religion, amen, is like, I mean, hey, it's just, it's out there. You do whatever you want to do. But when you have salvation, it involves conviction. That's it. It involves conviction. It involves change. And the problem is with many of us, we're holding on to religion and we check this out. Let me put it this way. We have exchanged salvation for a conviction. Yes. 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 Excuse me. Lord, forgive me. We have changed. We exchange. We exchange our conviction for religion. We have exchanged the whole armor of God for religion. We have, we've allowed ourselves to compromise with the adversary. And then when things don't go our way, we throw big tantrums and then we go, we're going to run back to the Lord. Yes. yes. But we forget all about how did we left the Lord Amen. behind a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh that hit home, didn't it? It's all right. Let's move on. 
Confessing to God. Confess. We must confess what God has shown us. And the result is that we fear God. The reason why we sin as we do is because in no sense of the fear of God. When God is on our case, we are suddenly, suddenly we are scared to sin. So in other words, when God is on our case, guess what? We're scared to sin. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm out there by myself. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Now. Sin, beloved. All right. The next one. I hear you. We're scared to sin. Yes. We're scared to sin. We're scared to sin. We're too occupied with, with confessing to the Lord. Sin. That means we're not allowing anything to persuade. We're not allowing anything to persuade us or anything to persuade us from living according to God's word or striving unto perfection. It never yes. said because but the scriptures never said because we got saved that we were perfect. It said we're striving to perfection. That means that we're striving. We're working toward being perfect. My God. That's why it says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All these are passed away. All the old things are becoming new. Watch it. Watch, watch, watch this now. All these are becoming new. The word be means continue. It's so it's a continuing yeah. process. The word coming means that it's coming into existence. So that means that basically daily we are changing. We're becoming yeah. new. That's it. So that means that, that you will find yourself lying. I mean, I. I'm not saying this right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go out there and lie. I'm not saying it. But I'm saying you will find yourself slipping back into your old way for the moment. But the thing is, as a born-again believer, the Holy Spirit is going to convict us and tell yes. us, now you know that was wrong. Now you know you just lied. Yeah. You yeah. know you just lied. So yeah. the Holy Spirit right. will convict us. But the problem with many of us is that what we do is we lie or we do sin deliberately. The scriptures call it presumptuous yes. sins. So we'll yes. commit the sin and we'll do it deliberately. Matter of fact, a lot of us, we will plan to sin. Right. We plan yeah. to sin even before we sin. Oh, my and God. Then, oh my God. And, then, and check this out. And then we turn around and say, Lord, I'm getting ready to sin, but Lord, I want you to forgive me. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm, listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. I'm like, listen, I'm like Brown now. I'm like, Mr. Brown, what the what? <laughs> Who, who in the world? Who in the world does that? Who in the world does that? <laughs> and then expect not to receive any consequences. And then throw a tantrum mm -hmm. when all this goes down. That's the reason right. why God convicts us through the Holy Spirit is all because He loves us. Let's move on. <laughs> when God is on our case, beloved, we will appreciate God's word. We will appreciate his word. The Bible is God's word and it is the truth. When God is on our case, we begin to appreciate his word. God will honor us to the degree we honor his word. So in other words, if we honor God, guess what? God is going to honor his word in our life. Amen. God will honor us. God's going to honor us. Scripture says, if you be ashamed of, and, and, and this is not me, this is the word of God. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me before me, and I'll be ashamed of you before my father. Yes. In other words, so, if you ain't standing for me, what am I standing for you for? Mm -hmm. Dr. Robert Peter's version. I know you don't think I'm going to stand, Dr. Robert Peter's version. I know you don't think I'm going to stand up for your crazy self, and you ain't going to stand up for me before me. <laughs> you got Why? to be kidding me. Tell him, you got to be kidding me. That is not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> when God is on our case, we have a new level of expectancy. Uh oh, a mm -hmm. new level of Why expectancy. That's when right. the Lord is on our case, He wants to bring us to a place where He matters more than anything in the world. Uh oh, yes. Yes. He wants each of us 
all to himself. In other words, I'm going to put it like this. God jealous. He's a jealous God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And, and look, and I'm, I'm going to be straight up at dollar like 6 o'clock real about this. Excuse my coming vernacular here. That's okay. When it comes to my relationship with my family, I'm jealous. I'm telling you, I am jealous. Yes, I'm jealous. I sure am. I'm not going to even laugh. I'm just as jealous as I can be. My family, they jealous. Did you? I want all their attention, technically speaking. <laughs> but I'm jealous. Yes, I am. You mess with mine, you mess with me. I'm not going to even lie. Point blank. We have, we ain't got no, we don't have no conversation. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't, I don't want to talk about nothing. There's no conversation. Hand down. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. If you don't have none, you better go find it. But it's not over here. <laughs> Watch that. <laughs> and that's just the truth point blank and so that's the way that's the way that god is god ain't trying to look let me put it another way because some people may say well you know what he crazy you know he don't know what he's talking about okay let me put it like this god does not do part-time relationship he don't that's want no right. part-time lover yes now, I don't know about you, but like I said, back to myself. I'm just going to use myself as an example. I don't get down with the, you know, I don't get down with the, you know, you, you know, my spouse is here with me tonight, and then they go with somebody else tomorrow. Oh, that ain't no relationship. That's a war. Yeah. That's a war. That's about to be a war. That's, what, that's what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Point blank. It's like, if you with me four times, then you with me four times. You with somebody else four times, then you go ahead and be with them four times. But we're not going to play that game. Yeah, and yeah. God is the same way. Again, God said, "I'd rather for you to be hot or for you to be cold." In other words, you need to pick. In other words, you need to pick a side. You need to pick a side, make a choice. Yes, pick a Lord. side, pick a side, make a choice. He said, "Because he said, but if you're in the middle, meaning you lukewarm, because because that's really what it means." He said, "I spew mm-hmm. out my mouth." Let me put this another way. I got to get one more example because somebody probably still didn't get this. Have you ever? Have you ever? A food and it was just warm and it's supposed to be hot. Mm-hmm. Right. Amen. Most people don't, I mean, you know, I mean, you have some people that do. I mean, they they like they love it. I mean, that's their preference. But I'm one of those people. When my food's gonna be hot, I want it hot. When it's gonna be cold, I want it cold. Amen. If I if I eat cereal, let me tell you something. I do not want no hot cereal. Mm-hmm. That's right. The temperature not right. Something, 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 something ain't right there. Mm-hmm. It's just not right. It don't make no sense. And see, that's how God is. God's like, listen, if you're going to serve me, I want you to be on fire. If you don't, not going to serve me, then, you know, you go and you do what you do. Mm-hmm. Amen. That, and that's basically what he's saying. Amen. God wants us to be on fire. He wants to be, I mean, he wants us smoking, piping, fire high. Is how we want us. He wants us on fire at all times. He wants the he wants to be be he wants his um his presence to premiate the premiate 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 throughout. I mean that so to the degree that when people that people can smell his aroma and his oil the oil of him on us. Yes, that's what he wants. So then when people see the first thing they say, oh, you know what? <laughs> hey, I know you saved. You know what? I'm going over here because I know you saved. I ain't going to mess with you. <laughs> That's what God wants. That's what God wants. He wants us to be on fire for him. He wants us to be so on fire for him that people can see it in our eyes. That we ain't got to walk around and say, you know what? You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm mean? yeah, you know, Look, you know what I'm saying. Man, yeah. I got to say, you know, child, honey child, sweetheart. Mm, I got to say, you know, I'm in the church, you know, give me light to the Lord. Yeah, mm, yeah, you know, I ain't like the way I used to be. Uh-huh. Yeah. You don't need to do any of that. That's be- right. That's right. That's right. Because see, when everybody know. They're going to see him so much on us that we're going to be at a point where it is like, like, like I said, people, you know, people, people that used to like us. Oh, they, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 no. They ain't gonna like us no more. They're not gonna like us no more. They're like, uh, uh-uh, no, you say, uh, you know, you know, you don't get saved. In other words, right. in a nutshell, and to make it even more plain, 
Don't spend all your time in the church. In the church. Don't spend all your time in the church. <laughs> On Sunday morning, hiding, and screaming, running up and down the aisle, sweating, you know, getting musty and all this other stuff. You know, I mean, you don't sweat out your perm and, you know, uh -huh. I, 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 I mean, you know, and all that stuff, you know, roll on the floor and all that. You don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that in the church. I mean, you weave on one side of the church and you on the other side. Don't do that, okay? Don't do none of that. Don't, 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 don't. Me, me, me and your shoes off all, all over the place. And, you know, you don't, I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about you don't did that shout that you don't rehearse because they are the Holy Ghost. You don't rehearse it. You don't rehearse it. You don't got the late, I mean, you don't got the, like the latest dancing and, and you're doing mm -hmm. a liquor slide and the bunny hop and all these other type of slides. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, I mean, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to pull this one off, you know, and all. No, 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 no. Listen, mm -hmm. let me tell you something. Let's just be real with it. If you're going to go to hell, go to hell, right? <laughs> you go to hell, go to hell, right? <laughs> the reason why you need to go to hell, right? Because when you stand before God the Father, one day there's no second chances. That's one. Real time. When you stand before him, that's it. So if you are going to go to hell, you gonna go to hell, right? Serious. I mean, you might as well do it right. But please don't go to hell through the church. So that means if you're gonna hold, if, look, if you're gonna hold around, be the best whole around person you can be. <laughs> if you're gonna lie and cuss, be the best lying cussing you can be. And I'm talking about when you do it, you need to do it right. I mean, you need to, I mean, you need to do it right. That's how you need to do it. If you listen, if you're gonna lust, don't just stop at lust. Just do the, do. I mean, I mean, look, do the thing. Just do it. Just do it. Do it right if you're gonna do it. Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Like I said, you don't want to stand before God the Father, thinking that you know your way is right and everything you've been doing is right, and then all of a sudden you get before the Lord. The Lord said, "Depart from me," because. Me and my wife, we were just, I'm saying, me and my wife, we were just talking a couple of days ago. And we were talking about, you know, dying, you know, it, you know, where we spend eternity and so forth. And the first thing, you know, I told my wife, I said, you know what? I said, you know, I'm doing my best to live, you know, as, you know, you know, the best I know how before the Lord. I said, that's why, you know, I still try to stay in the praise of God as much as I can. I said, because I refuse to stand up before God, you know, when I leave, when I depart this earth. And I'm standing before God and he's like, you know what? You're not going to make it in. I'm going to be a mad brother. I'm going to be hot. You hear me? Because the first thing I'm going to say is, Lord, you know all the stuff I could have done? Really? If I knew I won't go make it in? Are you serious? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm going to be hot more than likely. So that's what I'm saying. Because listen, the scripture said the righteous just scarcely make it. Scarcely. Scarcely meaning. Scarcely make it. Let me break it down for you like this. Dr. Robert Peterson version. From the baby, from the skin of your teeth. The skin of your teeth. Or the hair of your chitty chin chin. That's what it's going. I'm saying. And listen, that means you doing everything. We doing everything we know how. So if the righteous, so if the righteous were scarcely make, scarcely make it, then he says, where should the sinner and ungodly man be? In other words, we know what it's what we know where the sinner and ungodly man go. Oh, he going to hell. We already know where he's going. <laughs> we already know where he's going. Right. But the righteous just scarcely made. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Make it. Chin, chin, by the skin of your teeth. Amen. That's something to think about. Jesus. Yeah. When the Lord is on your case, he wants us to bring us to a place where he matters more than everything else in the world. In other words, that's a surrendered life. Now, I'm not saying you're going to surrender. When you get saved, you're going to surrender all right then. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a process. But what happens is, as you start, turn that plate down. Uh oh, oh I, I, I lost probably 100 people right there. Turn that plate down. <laughs> Scripture said these down. things come to you by fasting and praying. In other words, you can talk, you can pray all you want to. But the reason why me are not getting our breakthroughs is because we're not doing no fasting. Amen. Now we eat as fast as we can. Now we're doing that. But <laughs> we're not fasting and praying like the way we do, like we're supposed to. And I'm not talking about that fasting when you sleep. Let me tell you, one of the things, and you know what? But look, 
one of the things that really, really got me was when I heard of the of one denomination, they said that way they fast is when you sleep. I said, hold up, let, let me get this straight. Oh, I didn't go talk to the pastor on this one. I said, pastor, <laughs> let me holler at you. I said, listen, I said, did you say we are to fast, that the people are supposed to fast when they sleep? He said, yeah. Uh -huh. I said, so they, I said, so how, how is that a sacrifice? Has that given up anything if you, I said, you already, so basically you tell, I said, that's basically like telling God, God, you know, I'm already, I mean, you know, I'm already sleeping anyway. I'm not willing to give up anything, but as soon as I get up, I'm going to eat. But I, but I mean, but I was sleeping, but well, I was sleeping, I was fasting. That's a real, mm. that don't make no sense. Mm -hmm. But I came though. See, the way I was taught to fast, I was taught to fast coming up that when you fast, you fast. I mean, you're doing real fast. That means you'll fast for like a week. Yeah. I mean, you'll fast like a week. I mean, I mean, look, look, fasting a week was easy. That's like the bare minimum yeah. was a week. So that means you didn't smell no food that was cooking on nothing. That was it. <laughs> so, but in conclusion, because we got to get out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, go on my time. In conclusion, God wants to take us over completely. God is our creator. He wants us to remember that he is that wants us to remember that he's our creator. Amen. But the human race fell when Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden. He ran Adam. We through Adam ran from God, but he wants us, but he wants so, but he wants us so much that he sent his son Jesus, who is the second Adam. Yep. Man. To die for our sins in order to bring us back. He bought us with the price of the blood of his son, Jesus. God Amen. is on your case. He wants to take you over before because we belong to him. Amen. So that's what God wants us to do. In other words, he wants us to surrender all. That means he wants us to lift up our hands <laughs> and not just with thanksgiving. Come on now. Let, 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 <laughs> look, come on now. Everybody know it. Okay. <laughs> do is we just call with praise be thanks name no the lord wants to lift them hands up and repent first amen lift up them hands in repentance and then we can lift up your hand with thanksgiving and then towards coming towards call with praise be thankful to me and bless his name amen because we know that the lord is good his mercy is everlasting the truth endures to all generations but when the lord is on your case he wants us to repent get it together yeah let us pray heavenly father we thank you lord we glad you, Father God, for all you've done. We thank you for your mercy, grace, and your peace. Oh, God, somebody, Father God, right now, Lord, they need you, God. They need you more, Lord, today than they needed you yesterday, Lord. God, they need you, Lord, to come, Lord, like last week to this situation, Lord. God, move by your spirit. Lord, let your will be done. Holy Spirit, somebody need to be saved, Lord. Arrest them where they are, Lord. Allow God right Man. now, Lord. Arrest them, God. Deliver them, God. Save them, Lord. Man. Set them free, God, in the name of Amen. Jesus, thank you, Lord. We bless you and we praise you, God. Father Amen. God, we ask you, Lord, even Lord, when it comes to finances, Lord, you let your will be done, Lord. God, you Amen. let, Lord, when it comes to the health, let your will be done, Lord. Lord, we're Amen. not going to get in your business, God, because we don't know, Lord, what God is taking place. But God, you let your will be done, God. God, you send healing where it's needed. You send finances where it's needed. God, you send, Father, restoration where it's needed. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Amen. We bless you. We praise you, God. Father God, those that are on, Father God, that are listening, God, you boo. Move on their oh God, according to your word. Those that are going to listen to this broadcast later, Lord, you move by your spirit according to your word. And God, we just thank you, Lord. We praise you and we bless you, Lord. And teach us, God, oh Father, to surrender to you. Teach us, God, to always look to you, Lord, and not to Lord to our crazy selves, Lord. Because God, you know we don't think right, Lord. God, but God, Amen. teach us, Lord, to think like you, Lord, and Amen. to do what's pleasing in your sight. Oh, we bless you, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 We are excited. Amen. About what God is doing in the mm -hmm. season. Amen. We thank everybody for tuning mm -hmm. in to ELR Prophetic mm -hmm. Shift on tonight. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And on tonight, our segment is Monday Night Fire. Amen. By the Honorable Dr. Amen. Robert Peterson. 
Amen. Amen. On tonight, the soul seed into the ministry. Amen. Of by faith, Elitis Church. The cash app is the as the information above is dollar sign souls matter. Amen. So into this powerful ministry, I guarantee you, you will continue to be blessed. Amen. So tune in. Amen. Next week. Amen. Next week on uh, ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network. Amen. Tune in on Monday night. I'm telling you, you will never miss. Amen. And you will and you will truly be blessed. Amen. For those who want to connect with the ministry, amen, feel free, amen, to connect with the ministry, amen. So we thank you on tonight for joining, amen, on tonight, amen, Monday Night Fire, amen, with the mm-hmm. host, amen, Dr. Robert Peterson, amen, the apostle, amen. God bless you and good night. Hallelujah. That's the Lord. Amen. Thank you.